Yo, what's going on, millionaires? You're listening to the Million Dollar Mind Podcast, episode 199 on things you need to realize before you turn the big three zero. Today's episode is sponsored by SideHustleAcademy.com, the number one community for entrepreneurs to connect, collab, earn, and learn as you build a sustainable business for yourself. And while transitioning from that inside of that side hustle lifestyle, right, that nine to five. Today, we're going to be talking about life and more importantly, life lessons. But before we get into today's content, just got to remind you all to like and subscribe to the channel, especially if you're new. Make sure you hit that bell so you get notified when new heat is dropping to the page and for you to check out. Now, if you really felt the value and you feel like what I'm giving you is some game, some gems, some gas, whatever you want to call it, make sure you send it to a friend so that you can bless them as well so that they can get that same value, those same gems and that same game. And that's just a good way to just appreciate art, appreciate value and give appreciation and to also be able to receive more gems in the, you know, later on. When you share opportunity and you share valuable information to others, it starts to just, you start to become now a sponge where people just want to give you more and more and more information. So if you appreciate this value and you thought that this was helpful, send it to whoever you think this game can help as well. All right, millionaires, entrepreneurs, moguls, philanthropists, managers even, right? I want to encourage you to purchase my book, Lead from the Front, because it is essential if you want to learn how to be an effective leader, not just for others, but for yourself as well. Learning the tools or the importances, I should say, of accountability, discipline. We have so many resources and tools that are in the book to help you give better feedback, give more genuine feedback, you know, hold yourself to a higher standard and hold others to a higher standard without making them feel like you're the person that tells a lot but doesn't lead by example. And that's what the whole purpose of the book is to lead from the front. So if you haven't already, go check out my book, Lead from the Front. You can find it on my website at www.kaispeaks.com. It'll be right there at the top. Welcome back, millionaires, to the Million Dollar Mind podcast, the number one community of entrepreneurs for mastery and abundance. You are in the right place if you're here looking for abundance, tips and tricks for living a more passionate life and you are tuned in for yet another million dollar conversation to help you become before you arrive. Let's get it. So, man, we are in the last three to four weeks of the year. And some of you may feel like the week has, the, the year has just flown by tremendously. Others may realize or think that the year has been dragging. And this might have been the, the longest year that you've ever been through. And for others, you could have been so numb and just wasting away or maybe not wasting, but just doing other things that this year has totally flown by in good ways and bad ways, like flown by where you feel like you didn't get anything done or flown by because you were grinding and you were hustling and you were just moving to where you blink and it's the end of the year. No matter what the, 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 the case is, right, or for me personally, whenever I get to this time of year, I get extra, extra reflective. I just start reflecting on where I am, the things that I want, the things that I wish that I had. Uh, I don't have any regret, but in a sense, you still look back and it's like, hmm, I wonder would have been different if I tried this or if I waited uh, patiently and I, and I didn't do that. And, 
you know, all kinds of thoughts come across my mind towards the end of the year as I start to reflect on where I am. And one thing I did notice is I've been blessed uh, and I'm super, super appreciative and thankful for uh, are the people that I've been blessed to meet this year, the relationships that I've been able to nurture and maintain, um, you know, no matter the struggle, no matter the sacrifices that I had to make, uh, that I had to make, super just grateful uh, and, and, and like holistically grateful for the people in my life and the relationships that I have and keep right now. With that said, I, I was reminded in a conversation that I'm almost, I'm getting up there, I'm almost 30, right? Uh, next year I'll be turning 28. So I still got two years before I'm 30. But um, I, I realized that majority of my network is full of people in their mid-30s, you know, in their early 30s, late 30s. Uh, and I realized that that for the bulk is the t- the company that I keep. And so sometimes when I when I'm reminded that I'm that I'm not 30, sometimes I'm like, oh, damn, yeah, I'm not 30. But then also in the same side, I'm being reminded that I'm almost 30. I'm like, damn, I'm almost 30. But I don't really think of my age or I don't think that I'm young or anything like that because I'm just mature. I, I feel I do feel like at this point I can say that I'm uh, maturing and you know, just it just shows with the relationships that I'm able to nurture and the people that I'm surrounding myself with uh, is just inevitable. And it's like not even surprising that I would be the way that I am when you meet the people that I hang out with. Uh, so I say all that to say this, right? It led into a conversation uh, with my with my good friend where we were just talking about things that they wish they realized by the age of 30. And the list was really interesting. And I start to ask questions and I'm like, oh, that, that's that's another thing. Wow. And I'm realizing how many of these things that I, I, I was blessed to say, damn, that that makes a lot of sense. I think I, I, I do realize that. And I'm also grateful for the things that I didn't already realize, but now can realize before I'm 30. So it was a very, very uh, fruitful conversation. The conversation was just fruitful. So in a nutshell, right, the conversation really just brought me back to reality and made me appreciate even more the blessings and the wealth of knowledge that I've been able to receive over the last few years, really. Like ever since moving away from home, which I believe is a a huge life hack, um, if you have an opportunity after college or after, you know, a certain point, any at any point, I feel like it is a huge life hack to move away from your hometown, maybe even get out of the state. And if you can get out of the surrounding states from your home state as well, just to be able to put yourself in an environment and in a in a culture that is different from where you were raised, from where you grew up. And you just get an opportunity to just experience a different type of people, different speed, you know, different twang and they and they talk. Uh, different opportunities open up, different mindsets, a whole lot of different things that I feel like was, um, you know, to my benefit, having that experience and, and having done that, you know, moving outside of Philadelphia, you know, right after college that that really like started it all. And I started hanging out with different people that I probably would have hung out with had I stayed in Philly. Um, I started putting myself in spaces that I probably would have never in a million years saw myself being in uh, had I stayed in Philly. Um, And in that moment of appreciation, it was like an energy or morale booster. Like after this conversation, I was just so motivated to just 
do more, call up people and like, yo, what's going on? How are things going on your end? Man, I'm super glad to hear that. Like, let's get together and see how we can help each other build. Like, it was just such a morale booster. Um, it, and, and it really just made me enter in this space again. And you're going to hear me as I'm transitioning and becoming this new version of myself or new level of myself, I should say. Uh, you'll hear me start using words a lot more like space and appreciation um, because I feel like we enter different spaces at different points of our life. <clears throat> um, whether it's a, a mental space, uh, appreciation space, uh, uh, emotional space, uh, a vulnerable space. These are spaces that I've been in this year. And uh, I can't say that um, it's been a bad thing. It's been nothing but a, a place of awareness. <clears throat> and I'm learning new things about myself. It's just been amazing. So I'm ranting now because this is where you start to get emotional, right? When you start talking about these things and you're going back to the story. And when I tell you guys the energy that was transferred in that room that day, you guys wouldn't even believe it. Like the things that I want, the things that I wrote down in my, in my phone and in my notebook and things that are goals that I added, like it was just such a morale booster and energy booster just made, it just motivated me to want to turn my shit up. Like just turn that shit up, like crank up, crank it up, put the foot down to, you know, mash the gas and really just turn shit up and into this, this state of grind, like just getting back to the grind. And I felt like, at one point, I didn't take my foot off the gas, but you know, when you driving and you on the highway, you still accelerating, but it's that steady acceleration. It's that steady, like you got your foot on the gas, but you you coasting, right? I didn't take it off the gas, but I'm not mashing it. I'm not mashing it trying to get as much momentum and as much acceleration as I possibly can. So with that conversation, guys, what I want to share is some of my takeaways uh, from that conversation as a checklist of things that you need to learn before you turn 30. Like you have to write these things down. I hope y'all know that by now this is pen and pad flow. Take out the pen, take out the paper or put, I don't really want to say take out your phone because multitasking is, is a real thing to you guys. Right. I don't want you to multitask. I don't want you to get distracted. I want you to really tap in with me for the next five to 10 minutes and write down this list because here's the list right now. Number one, the first thing I want you guys to realize before you turn 30, for my millennials, well, not millennials, because millennials are in their 30s too, but for my Generation X, I think that's the generation that comes after us millennials, right? Because you guys are now in your early 20s, and you, if you realize these things now, man, where are you going to be by the time you hit 30 is going to be, like, it's going to be divine. Let's just put it like that. So the first thing I want you guys to realize, what happened yesterday happened. You can't take it back. It already happened. So you now have a decision to make. What are you going to do now that this thing happened? Are you going to continue that relationship? Are you going to uh, continue to have bad financial spending habits? Are you going to continue to sulk? Are you going to now start, you know, doing things differently, but doing things lazily because you got rejected, right? What are you going to do now? Because what happened yesterday, that doesn't affect tomorrow. It doesn't affect the future. What happened yesterday doesn't affect the, the future. A lot of times the people think the past now affects the future, but it's not. It's the present. So what you about to do today 
is going to determine what happens to you tomorrow and tomorrow after that and tomorrow after that. But what happened already happened. You can't take it back. And so uh, I have to sometimes, because I've realized this a long time ago, and even with how I communicate to other people, I had to realize that that um, that that can be hard for some people. And I, I don't want you, I don't want to come off as insensitive or numb to trauma and things that people go through that will make them go through these, these periods and these phases of doubt uh, and disbelief and, you know, uh, guilt, uh, feeling sorry for themselves, vic- like feeling like the victim. Cause I've been in these, these, these phases. And uh, I want to tell you that you, nothing c- good comes from that. You know, it's good to let it out, cry, you know, let out the emotions. But even that you want to be short lived. You want to hurry up and get back to the focus of the now. What am I going to do now? That If you can ask yourself that question out of every circumstances that has, has brought you this fortune or an unfortunate event, like ask yourself, damn, this really sucks. What can I what can I do now? What am I going to do now that this happened? And to be able to say that and understand it's not always going to be able to come across as calm as I just said it, because, again, what we deal with as humans. Um, But it's definitely a conversation and a question that you need to ask yourself and ask yourself as soon as you possibly can. Snap back, get right back into reality. Number two, speaking of these conversations that we that we need to have with ourselves, solitude. That's what solitude is. And solitude is true inner peace. You know, being able to keep yourself company, like what what are you doing where you're not in the company of people every day? I know people who have to hang out with people every day. And if they're not hanging out with people, they at least have to have some type of company in their house. And uh, I, I'm learning that uh, I don't need that. Uh, I like that. I, I enjoy people. I'm a people's I'm growing to be a people's person. Well, I think I've always been a people's person, but not like the openly engaged people's person. Like, guys, 10 years ago, being here on a podcast, like on YouTube with thousands of views on some of my videos, uh, I mean, on IG in the tens and hundreds of thousands, like I did not like I was 10 years ago. You could tell me I was going to be here doing this. Uh, but again, a part of that growth and a part of that finding that peace, that inner peace. In solitude, you get to have the conversations with yourself with no judgment, no outer opinions from other people, you know, no self-doubt from that. Because people, you, what we don't understand is when people communicate in their opinions, it's, it's more than what you're hearing. You're hearing their self-doubt. You're hearing their limiting beliefs. You're hearing their accomplishments. You're hearing their their ego, their pride, right? You're hearing all that in that opinion, and that advice, and sometimes you just need to be in a space, there goes that word again, where you just hearing your own thoughts, you with yourself, you, you asking yourself questions, answering those questions, and being real, really real with yourself, really honest with yourself to see, like, is this what I want? Is, 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 am I, if, if nothing was to change, am I okay with this for the next year? Like, fuck, fuck long term, like, am I, am I going to be okay with this being like this for another year? Because what I want people to start realizing, and I get the advice where people say, like, you know, it's a process and, and things like that. But eat it, like if you focus on the smallest things, even in the process, you can find like 
peace and abundance. And it, it doesn't have to like even your sacrifices don't feel like sacrifices when you focus on the, the smallest tasks and activities that you can do daily. Not the not the monthly, not the annual goals, not that none of that focusing on none of that is going to get you where you want to be focusing on what I can do today. And out to tomorrow, focusing on those two aspects of, of your life and your productivity is going to get you to where you want to be. I promise you. Number three, control your emotions, man. We, we had this conversation already, so I'm not even going to get into that like as as heavily as I as I would, because I could go on. I can go in on this all day, but just control your emotions. Nothing good comes from reacting. Learn to respond. Learn to take in information and then ask yourself that question before you respond. Like, why am, why am I getting this information? Why, why, how do I feel about the information and how do I want to communicate how I feel about that information? And I feel like a lot of people don't even go through that thought process before they, before they just word vomit and just react to information, reacting to videos that they see on social media, reacting to words that were not even directed to them but just were said in their presence Right. It had nothing to do with you. And that goes into one of the, the, the next one. Mind your business. Like half the times we, we worried about what people saying to other people when it has nothing to do with us. We, ha- we even with the things that people say to us. Ain't got shit to do with me. Right. Like you saying you saying, oh, I wouldn't do it that way because, oh, you heard about what's going on there. Oh, no, I'm not going to do that. That don't have nothing to do with me, especially when I already didn't have the conversation with myself that this is something that I want to do and I really want to do it. And it's worth anything that I need to do to make it happen. So what you saying don't matter. Do I appreciate you having some type of concern? Because I can read people, you know. I can read people. But at the end of the day, it don't affect me. It don't really affect me because I already I'm tapped in. I'm tapped into who I am and what I want and where I want to be and what I want to provide for my family. Anything outside of that, any type of information or, you know, that you giving me, if it don't affect those things, good or bad, it don't matter. Mind my business, pick up a book and keep it pushing. And for a brief moment, I, I talked about just I'm not worried because I'm good at observing people. I think that's another thing we need to realize before we're 30 as well is to open our spirits up more. We open them up. We open our eyes, but sometimes, you know, our eyes, we, a lot of us are really blind. Especially you see nowadays with people in their phone, like they got their eyes open, but they looking at something totally different. They're not really privy to what's going on around them. So you can tell people to open their eyes all they want, but it's not the eyes. You're still going to be blind. It's not your eyes you need to open. It's your spirit. It's your heart. You need to open that up because a lot of times when people step into a room, their energy tells you everything you need to know about that relationship and where it needs to go after this moment. Cool. We just brush shoulders with each other. I'm able to tell in like just a few few minutes if this is a relationship that I'm willing to nurture or not. Like some of us are so blind because we not tapped in. We not really learning ourselves, we not learning other people, we not making mental notes, we not reflecting, we not doing anything. We just acting in the now. But not realizing that now can be ah, I don't I don't want to get too deep, right? Cuz y'all are probably going to clip this and I look like the boy that's got all these crazy conspiracy theories, right? But going on into the next one, have patience. 
have patience. And when we was talking about the patience piece, and, and I even had to get come back to reality, you know, for a minute and slow down uh, because I was realizing that I was feeling, I was feeling like I wasn't being blessed fast enough. That's the that. Can you believe that? How I talk, like that's the hubris that I felt like I had, and when I came to the realization, that was the hubris I felt like I had, like. God, you're not blessing me fast enough. Like I'm doing this and I feel like because I'm doing this, I deserve to be blessed faster. And you got to have patience because if you don't have that patience, because you didn't get that reward fast enough like you wanted to, that can cause you to stop. And now imagine digging for a reward to not get that reward fast enough and you stop only to realize that inches away, the reward was right there. All you had to do was just keep going a little bit longer and the reward was right there in plenty too, bountiful, in abundance. We always say abundance, right? That abundance you was looking for is right there. But you stopped a little bit too soon because you didn't have no patience. Have some patience. Have some patience. And I feel like patience is a part of your, that should be a part of your regimen, your, your self-care regimen and, and prioritizing self-care is going to be the next one. I am um, now at the end of the year where I feel like I did not prioritize self-care uh, in different ways, right? Like um, I, I realized like at the top of the year, January to March, I fell into, and even December of last year, I fell into this phase where I wasn't going to the gym, wasn't taking care of myself physically. So I jumped in and started taking care of myself physically. But then adding that, I started to lack in other areas. So it's just always keeping that self-inventory and figuring out what's most important to you and prioritize those things always. Don't let that slip. Prioritize what is important to you. Next one, build your own dream. Build your own dream. And we got to realize what that looks like. And I'm going to go back to a post that I made on IG uh, a couple days ago about the table and everybody talking about t bringing a seat to the table and, you know, wanting to be included in on these conversations. And, wow, you look at the people on stage at these conferences you might be going to, you like, wow, I want to be at that table. I want to sit where they at. I want to have a conversation with you. And when we have that mindset, guys, when we, when we focus too much on what other people got going on and we not focused on it from the perspective of, like, how can me being a part of that benefit me uh, and, and give me the resources I need to get to where I'm trying to get? Some of us get shiny nickel syndrome or shiny object syndrome where we just look at him like, yeah, I just want to be there for the for the uh, for the, uh, the likes, the recognition and just to just to say that I was with these people. And we want to be at their table when especially when it comes to these conferences and these networking events, we we're in an environment with so many other people next to it that's also paid that money, that also booked that flight to come out to the event, that drove hours to come to that event, that have notebooks and pens ready to move, that are motivated and eager to start something. We be right next to those people, and we'll overlook them because we too busy trying to get a seat at that table instead of building a new table with four or five people that, that is right next to us. So always be building your own dream. And, and understand at some point you might, in order for you to build your dream, you might start off building somebody else's dream. But just know why you're building that person's dream for them. You making notes, you you looking at the systems, and you trying to figure out everything possible that you can apply to your dream. 
Like, yes, while I'm doing this, this only it only makes sense for me to do this because while I'm doing this thing, it's also helping me build my dream. But if you're not actively building your dream, then th- that environment is a toxic environment. That's how I, was, I see it. If you're in an environment that's not allowing you to build your dream, that environment is toxic and that is that environment is a threat and you need to neutralize all threats. You need to neutralize the threat. Second to last one, a pension is not worth your life. And this one for, you know, the older generations, they might be a little bit offended by this. And I don't want to offend anybody because at the end of the day, you were in a different time than we're in right now. You are in a way different time than we're in right now. And the times that we're in right now, a pension is not going to satisfy the the American dream anymore. It's just not because the, the amount of dedication your life, right, is required to receive that pension. Sometimes working 80 hours a week. And if you're working 80 hours a week, what time are you spending with your family? What time are you, what, what time are you building a legacy? It, it, you, you can't. And since that's what, if that's what's required, required for me to get a pension, I don't want it. I'd rather build a, uh, I'd rather build a business I'd rather build a system, a structure that is going to pay me forever. And no matter what, I probably get paid more the more time I spend figuring out how I can spend less time in the business. The more the more focus I spend. Trying to spend less time in the business, the more money I end up actually making. And sometimes it requires you to spend a little bit more money at first. And that's the part that people don't see. That's the part that 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 kind of detaches people from this from their goals. And a lot of their goals are to, to build these amazing businesses. But once they see the financial and the, the risk that comes with it in the financial investment and the, the time investment and the effort that it takes, they retreat. And they go back into being the person that they have been, which is why you have not receive the things that you want to receive. It's why. But I'll get into that later. The last one, before we move on, the last thing you want to remember and and realize and know before you turn 30 is caution who you take advice from. Just caution who you take advice from, right? Like, I mean, I'm going to take my own advice and I'm going to give you that advice. Like, if I'm not, if you guys follow me on the gram and you, you know, you really watch other episodes and the people that I'm connected with and the network that I've developed on this, on the million dollar mind on this platform. Right. And you don't, and you don't like it or you don't think that, you know, this is related to where the direction that you want to go in. Why are you still taking advice from me? Right. I'm about, I'm giving you three things to realize before you 30. If you, if you're not rocking with anything that I've been doing, you know, I wouldn't say keep taking advice from me. And if you're new to the platform, I encourage you to watch more videos, check me out on IG, Kai.speaks, and get a get a gauge for who I am before you continue to really just take what I say and run with it. Now I say all that to say this, because I have a mentor for literally almost every aspect of my life. And the reason why I do that is because I'm selective on who I take advice from. Mentors are not one size fit all. There's not a like and, and, and that's what's so crazy about life coaches, right? Because there are life coaches who still don't help you. They, they, they don't have a niche. 
So they claim that they can help you in all these different areas. But even a, a good life coach has a niche that they focus on to help you out because there's like no one can help you out in every aspect of your life. I wouldn't trust my mentor that I have for my podcast. I wouldn't trust him to give me marriage advice. I wouldn't trust the marriage counselor to give me business advice. I wouldn't trust I, I wouldn't trust my friend who I'm always loaning money to with money advice, right? Like, why would you do that? <laughs> if, if somebody asking you for money, are you going to go to them the next day for investment advice? No. So, like, it's like these no-brainers, but then it was like when we had just a one-off, like, it don't be that obvious. We still don't have that. We still sometimes lack the critical thinking to be like, is this somebody I really should be getting advice from? Open your, open your spirit and listen more and you'll, people show you who they are. And that's in a good way and a bad way, right? You get to avoid toxic people, but you also get to avoid putting somebody in a situation to give you advice on something that they are not knowledgeable in, right? Like there are certain things that I wouldn't even like dare to even come to my parents with for advice, right? And not that, and that's just not because I don't like, I, I, like I don't, talk to my parents. I got love my parents. I talk to them almost daily. And most of the times daily. But it's like I don't even want to put them in a position to even feel like they have to make up some shit just so that they can be be the parent that gave the advice, right? I don't want to put them in that position. Especially if I know people who are more qualified. And it, like your parents and your friends and your family members are not always qualified to give you advice in the areas that you're asking for advice from. And I think for some people that hurts. Some people that hurts, but we got to we got to be real with ourselves and we got to be selfish in in, in this uh, in this space of self-care. I mean, that's called self-care, right? Self selfish. And that's why I don't like that. Um, the way we use the words in society is to make it come off as this negative thing when being selfish. Is is. Is. Sometimes the priority is what you need to be because we'll run ourselves ragged. We'll run ourselves ragged trying to take care of everybody else. When we don't realize by taking care of ourselves, that's how we can truly help other people and the people that we love the most. But at the end of the day, the world don't care about you. The, where, the, the world does not care about you. And what I mean by that is the world won't stop because of your shortcomings. So if you aren't able to take care of yourself and you put yourself into sickness, stressing yourself out, the world is not going to stop. The people around you still have lives to live. So that's even more the reason why you need to take care of yourself, because you can't stop people from living their lives. So you can't let people stop you from living yours. Right. You can't let people stop you from living your life. So I want to ask you guys a couple of questions because I feel like these, these closing questions are really going to help you make some decisions, you know, in these next couple of minutes or so. Right. How valuable was this list? I really hope one that this list was valuable. How, do you feel like this list was valuable for you? And if it was, like I said, go ahead and, and click that link, share that link to a friend or 10. Right. That you feel like need to also have their hands on this list of things they need to know before they're 30. 
now that you have the list, how do you feel now? How how did that list make you feel? Do you feel ready to ready to like do you feel motivated? Do you feel depressed? Do you feel like do you feel like you haven't been doing enough? Do you feel like a failure? Do you feel appreciative? How are you feeling right now? And I think that's important because what is that feeling now that you identified it? What does that make you want to do moving forward? What does that make you want to do moving forward? And are you willing to go and do that thing? Are you willing to go do, like, if you feel like you want to move forward and bring closure, excitement, you want to open up a new chapter, right? You want to do something positive. You want to make some changes. What does that look like for you? And are you willing to do those things that it takes to, to, uh, to unlock those, that, those next levels? So here's two books. I want to share with y'all two books that I went back to reading after that conversation because that conversation got me in my bag, like I said. And it's two books I want to recommend to you guys. And what I'll do is I'll drop the link to each of those books in the description below. The first book is Vivid Vision by Cameron Harold. Check out that book. Read that book, understand that book, and if you if you um, if you comment guide under this video, if you comment guide, I'll even share with you a lesson plan on how you can use that book and create a three year framework for identifying and, and coming up with your vivid vision. Because I read that book three times now, so I came up with this framework, and it's even something I was teaching back in my sales teams um, you know, a few years ago in, in my uh, corporate job. Uh, leading my sales teams, I came up with this this lesson plan for how to read the vivid vision and apply the vision and create your own. It's going to be a three-year framework. So if you want that, make sure you comment guide uh, below. Uh, but the link to the book is going to be in the description as well. The second book I want to recommend, the second book is $100 million Offers by Alex Hermosi. Read that book because that's going to motivate you to you know come up with some purpose-driven offers, some ways that you can now create and turn your passions into profits. Turn your passions into profits. And speaking of turning your passions into profits, I'm going to have a huge opportunity for those who are still here watching this video to the end and you are puckering up and you're like, oh, passions, profits, these all make sense to me. Something I want to know more about. I'm going to have an opportunity for you. But the pro tip of the day is keep people guessing because you're getting motivated. I can see you on the other side of the screen. You're getting motivated you're thinking about all the money you can make, all the lives you can change, the lifestyle changes you're about to see in the next year, and you're going to want to blah, 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 tell it all. But I want to encourage you to keep some mystery in your life, right? Because mystery is what I'm learning is what people appreciate most. But when you're always telling people what you plan on doing and what you're doing, people start to take you for granted. And when people have less access to you, they start to appreciate you more. So figure out the people that you really want to come up with and figure out the people that you want to keep around, but they're going to have less access to you next year because there are people who have access to you right now that shouldn't have access to you. And the reason, and because they have access to you, you're unable to really tap into those levels that you've been saying you've been meaning to tap into for the last six to 12 months, right? Ever since you started that New Year resolution, the people that you're around right now and are given access to are the reason why that New Year's resolution may not be accomplished by now. So as always, guys, I'm super thankful to have you all a part of the show. Don't forget to give this video a like 
and subscribe to the channel so you don't miss a beat. With that being said, I got that opportunity coming for you guys. <coughs> got that opportunity. I just want to give you a, uh, give a quick shout out to uh, Raekwon first and uh, Casey out of L.A. and Michigan for becoming the newest members of our side hustle community. We have an amazing group of entrepreneurs we meet with every single week. We're discussing funding strategies. We're discussing accountability, business and system strategies, collaboration, and some occasional guests who come on bi-weekly who are indeed six and seven figure entrepreneurs themselves. So for only $35 a month, you can network and build with our community 24 seven in our groups, uh, in our discord chat, on the live calls, you know, we do them via Zoom uh, and also uh, we live stream them in the community so you can watch them or you can join the, the Zoom so you can ask questions and be engaged uh, with the group and with the court, um, with the uh, with the community, because that's really the biggest thing. You know, we, we learn so much from each other and I've even learned things for the new members and the guests that we've had on the show. I think next week we're getting ready to get uh, have a call uh, with a funding expert a funding specialist who's going to help you get to the bag so you can use other people's money to start this business venture and start investing in your business. You might have equipment you need to buy, softwares you need to buy, subscriptions you need to get uh, to, to really run your business the way you want to run it, but you're just short on funds right now. So that call is about to be some gas. That call is about to be some gas, and I really want to see you on that call. So make sure you go to the link in the description below and tap in with our side hustle community is going to be in the description below. With that said, guys, just remember to keep focused, build momentum, and drive results so you can live abundantly. Peace.